This is From Chaos to Peace with Connie, episode number 51. Slow down to speed up with Eunice Martel. Welcome back, everyone. How are you doing? This is episode number 51 of the From Chaos to Peace podcast, where you learn how a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. Please subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and share it with your family and friends, because if you find value in it, they will too. And if you enjoy my podcast, would you please consider leaving a short review on Apple Podcasts? Because it takes less than 60 seconds and it really makes a difference in getting awesome guests and reaching more people that want to move from chaos to peace. (laughs) Also, of course, I love reading the reviews. (laughs) So today I have Eunice Martel as a guest and she's a life coach and has the goal to run a marathon. We talk about how slowing down and taking a pause actually can help you speed up and reaching your goals faster and easier. I feel this is the perfect time to publish this episode because it's December 28, 2020. And for many, this year has been a real struggle that they're feeling anxious and overwhelmed because of the uncertainty and the chaos that's all around. Hosting two live workshops with Linda Benz last week got me to talk to people about what this year 2020 has meant for them and how they are feeling about it. And by the way, if you want to come to a free workshop on how to regain clarity, confidence and control, Linda and I are hosting the last one for this year on December 29th at 6 p.m. Pacific. So if you hear this before December 29th, 2020, you can still join us. The link is in the description of the podcast and in the show notes at conigraph.com forward slash podcast forward slash 51. Because when you feel overwhelmed by life, you are experiencing fear of the unknown and the feeling of being powerless. We need to transform that into a sense of clarity and peace and to feel empowered enough to know that there are things you can control. But how do you do that? Well, you gain clarity by changing where you put your energy and your focus at. This gives you confidence by helping you calm down your mind and your emotions, which leads to feeling empowered because you know exactly what you can control and you put your energy into those things. It sounds simple. Yes, I know. But when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's very difficult to make any changes. It feels as though you just don't have the time, energy or motivation to even think about doing anything differently. It feels like it would take too much energy to try and to figure it all out. But that's exactly when you need to slow down to speed up. I remember when I still worked as an accountant controller and I had some mistakes or issues in the books of my clients and we couldn't figure out what or why is wrong. Walking away and taking a break to clear out our heads to regain clarity was usually the best and fastest thing to do to solve the issue. (laughs) And the participants of the two life workshops Linda and I hosted last week, they walked away with greater awareness. They learned something about themselves and their energy that they didn't know before. And that also because they took the time and slowed down to speed up. 
With my guest Eunice, we talk about how the fire south of the border in Washington, Oregon and California had forced her to take a break in her marathon training because the air quality was so bad. At first, she didn't want to take a break and was worried for her big goal. But then she realized it was actually very, very beneficial. Her message is, don't be afraid to take a break. We are now in the week in between the years. Christmas is behind us and the new year is ahead of us. Let's all slow down and take a pause because taking a pause is the best thing you can do to speed up in 2021. Okay, without further ado, let's jump into this conversation with Eunice. But be aware, Eunice was in a co-working space, so unfortunately you hear some background noise that I couldn't edit out. But it is hopefully not too bad. Welcome, I'm very excited to have you on my podcast. How are you today? I'm doing so well. How are you, Connie? I'm good too. I'm... I'm dealing with life, so <laughs> had tech issues earlier, and um, but now I'm here with you. Yes. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about you. Who are you, and what's your story? Why are you on my podcast? <laughs> That's a big question. Yeah, it is. My name, my name is Eunice. Big questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, my name is Eunice, and I'm a life coach. I live in Victoria, British Columbia in Canada and I wanted to have a chat with you because um, I love figuring out how to turn chaos into peace. I love uh, tackling different puzzles and I I was, yeah. So what does it mean for you then to like in in your life to move from (laughs) chaos to peace? Um, For me, it means to simplify. Um, It means how do the pieces of the puzzles come together in a simpler way (laughs) right um yeah and just really slowing down and moving along that way yeah so simplifying I'm I'm all about simplifying I'm all about streamlining I call it streamlining I want to I so for me it's like um when things are flowing, when it's not like use all this, like I understand that in the beginning, some, some things need some extra effort to get them rolling, but eventually mm-hmm. they should, should be rolling. So that's mm-hmm. kind of my, my uh, take on it. Do you feel that way too? Is that how simplifying feels for you? Or do you have a different feeling for that? Um, yeah, I, I like to think of it as removing obstacles from the path. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. To simplify just means to take out the things that aren't going well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so you you told me um, that you're training now for a marathon. So how is that going? How are you mm. about removing obstacles from your path? Because that's a big project. So yes. Yeah. I um I decided. I think it was at the end of last year that I wanted to run a marathon in 2020. And my friend was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. But you should maybe, you know, run a half marathon first to see how that goes. And I said, oh, sure, like throw it in. I'll do the half marathon um, as part of the training plan to get up to the marathon distance. And um, yeah, it's not as easy as it, <laughs> as it sounds, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> there's now I, I understand what people mean when they use marathon training as uh, an example of something that is in contrast to the sprinting like you got to do a little bit every day right yeah and to streamline the process and to move forward towards that goal totally uh, so you you identify more with the sprinter than i would assume <laughs> now you have to kind of learn to become to slow down yeah slow Definitely. down and become yeah, yeah because it's it, it is a little bit what we all want. No, we want to have fast results, but sometimes big goals and desires are not um, achieved fast. So No, yeah. yeah. It's been a very interesting lesson to, to slow down in order to speed up, right? Because when I, yeah. um, in my training, I did a 20-week training program and uh, partway through... Um, the fires that were burning in the United States, the smoke came up. And so the air quality in Victoria was really low. So I had to not run for yeah. a week, right? And my um, my ankles were swollen, so I couldn't, like I decided to take a week off so that I could rest. And it was in really interesting to see how rest helped me um, in the training. Right, because it's not always, it's not always about always increasing the miles week to week to week to get to the twenty six miles. Um, yeah. I found that the rest that I took for two weeks was so beneficial to my training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In in what way? Can you be a little bit more concrete? Like, is it? Um, are you now? like physically in a better shape or mentally in a better shape or, or both, both for sure. Um, physically my body, um, appreciated the time off of its feet. Um, I was supposed to do some cross training, but I didn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was completely off. I just walked around, um, at work and I bike every day to work. So that was incorporated, but I didn't do, yeah, I think my body was really thankful for the break. Um, it was really interesting to see, um, to experience the first run after my two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Um, my legs were light. I don't really understood what happened physiologically, but it was easy to run. And I, I ran for four hours or so, and I had no problem doing it, of course. Mm-hmm. After the run, I was exhausted, but... I don't feel as though I lost any of um, any of the training that I had done up until that point. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because uh, see when um, when I help my clients with decluttering, they always think too they need to right off the bat do whole weekends or whole days and mm-hmm. stuff. And I always say no, no, don't like do every day a little bit have have maybe every day a few minutes and then in between maybe do a little bit more but you have to you have to let yourself like your body because uh decluttering can be laborious you know so it can Mm -hmm. be physical um but also you mainly your mental space has to be able to catch up and sometimes we're just trying to to go way too fast and the mental space can't catch up no i absolutely agree that um the mind needs room for creativity and rest is important for that. I think it it creates the space and allows for your mind to come up with solutions that you hadn't previously considered because you were so busy doing. 
right? Yeah. yeah. So, and do you feel you still are on track then with your training? So even though like you had to slow down, like that's something that a lot of people always feel like, oh, I have no time, I have no time, I'm running out of time. Um, because you have like, you probably are signed up for a half, half marathon or a marathon or something. So you have a date when you have to yeah. be ready. So with slowing yeah. down, do you feel like you're losing or you're winning now? Are you on track? I think I'm still on track. I feel as though the break was definitely beneficial. Um, it goes back to the concept of going slow in order to go fast. Mm -hmm. um, when I first heard that in my training, I was like, that makes zero sense. Why would I slow down when the goal is to speed up? Mm -hmm. And um, having taken those two weeks off, now I understand the value of the taper. Like there's a taper at the end of your training. You take three weeks to slow down and to get yourself ready for the big day. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I think it's important too for... Oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't feel as though I've, I'm running out of time. Like I, I still feel mentally prepared and physically prepared for, for the race yeah. day. And so what does that teach you now for other areas of your life? You know, like this is now <laughs> we're talking about your marathon training, but not everybody may train for a marathon like I don't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. What's um, the big lesson for, for other areas of your life? Like other than, okay, sometimes taking a break is actually beneficial, but there might be some other deeper uh, lessons underneath. Other lessons, I think... Um, in other areas of my life now I don't feel afraid to take a break um, because of this training like it's shown me that the rest is important and it it does benefit the training right um, yeah it, it, it definitely helps to simplify yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just I was trying just wondering to think of yeah sorry I was just wondering because um, I know you're also a life coach, so I could imagine that this will help you by helping your clients in, in some way too, or may have changed something in your approach, how you help clients possibly. Okay, yes. Um, in my everyday life of uh, work, it does, uh, resting has definitely shown me how to um, not feel so rushed, essentially, because I am not running out of time, mm -hmm. right? I, I don't want you to delay doing something till tomorrow, but also take the time. If, if you know that you can't get it all done today, it's okay. Like mm -hmm. everything's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, but so I'm wondering, like oftentimes um, we put so much into a day mm -hmm. and then and like we set ourselves up already for kind of like not reaching what all we wanted to achieve. So I was just wondering whether that had an effect on your how you're planning your training possibly now or how you're training your day, like what all you want yeah. to accomplish per day. Absolutely. You know? um, because that's where it would start, I would think. Yeah, um, I used to have to do the time blocking. Um you know, there are all these time management tools out there. And I tried time blocking in blocks of 60 to 90 minutes. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to work for 60 to 90 minutes. And then, and then it's going to be great. And, and then I'll, 
I'll change um, what I'm working on. I'll do something else for 60 to 90 minutes. And I found that didn't work for me. Um, so I changed it and I changed it to 25 minutes of work with like no distraction. I'm dedicated to a task for 25 minutes. I've set a timer and then I rest for five minutes and then I move on to the next task. Mm-hmm. Right. And that works better to have for me to have rests between the bursts of work. It's not as overwhelming. And I feel as though whatever I don't accomplish in those 25 minutes, I have a choice. I can either do it in the next 25 minutes or I can do it another day or another time. Yeah. So I still have all kinds of like I, I do time blocking too. But I, for me, I found out I can't do the 25 minutes. So I'm completely different. And that's something else that I always say too. is like you have to figure out what works for you. I can't do 25 minutes because when the timer goes off after 25 minutes, I feel like I get ripped out of my perfect flow. So I actually have to do longer. That's what I figured out. And so I do 45 minutes and then I take a break. Um, but still, like we have, when you go up and go on a higher picture, I have so many ideas that I all want to do and <laughs> get mm-hmm. impatient. Of and, um, and, and, and it's too much. And so you have to basically declutter your ideas and only focus on a few, you know, like, do you have that issue too? And, and how, if yes, how do you solve it? <laughs> yeah, um, how I start my days, I, I journal what I want to do for the day. And some days the list is way longer than other days. Yesterday I had seven things to do and I got two accomplished. So that showed me <laughs> that I need to, I need to trim. Like I could have very easily spent 25 minutes on each of those seven things, but I got distracted, right? I got distracted with all the other things that presented themselves. So I think um, focusing in on on the time and like dedicating that 25 minute time or 45 minutes to one task and really giving it a hundred percent attention definitely helps with the decluttering. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you work on one, one aspect of the project for a dedicated amount of time. And then, you know, that after that time has gone by, you can work on something else. Yeah, and if you don't have enough time to work on everything you want to, then you have to figure out <laughs> what your priority is. You yeah, know? absolutely. And I feel that is the hard part. Like, literally, that is the hard part to figure out. Prioritizing. Yeah, prioritizing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can do it by chance <laughs> or you could <laughs> choose five for today and then five yeah. more for tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course, like there's lots of, of ideas how you could do it. This question is just, <laughs> what are you doing with the, I have sometimes like ants in my pants. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do more, yeah. you know, so yeah. Um, I always think of each task as, is this helping me towards move towards my big goal or is it moving me away from my big goal? Yeah. Right, so my big goal was a marathon. And I could have done several 5K races, 10K races or half marathons, but I decided to stay focused and I chose, I said yes to one half marathon and that helped me towards my goal of the full marathon. So Mm -hmm. if you have seven tasks to do in one day, what is the goal that you're trying to accomplish for that day? Yeah. Right. If, if my goal is to um, book seven podcasts, (laughs) 
you know, am I going to be distracted and scroll on social media for 25 minutes at a time? I can do that once, but to do that two or three times because I got distracted, that doesn't help me with the purpose of booking seven podcasts, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm not so easily distracted. I have more the problem that I can't narrow down um, what my... Um, I have too many Your ideas. priorities. Yeah, too many ideas. I can, I can, and and I have actually the problem of taking taking a pause or taking a rest because I can. Mm -hmm. I have so much energy. I can go, 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 and yeah. have so many, so many ideas. And I'm sure for so, you, if you did take a rest, you would probably come up with more ideas of what to do. Yeah, exactly. That's my problem. <laughs> the minute I start sitting down, my brain is saying like, "Woohoo, we're sitting down." <laughs> more yeah. Ideas. What else can we do? Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you help your clients, what, what is your specialty? Like what, what you help them with um, running a marathon or what are you helping them um, I haven't convinced any of my clients to run a marathon with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't. I, I definitely help them with what they want help with. I don't impose what I am passionate about on them. <laughs> Um, so it, right now my client roster includes people who are starting a business, um, others who are asking for a raise in a few months time and they want to get ready and get the courage and, and the evidence together to fight for that raise. Um, and somebody else is working on self-trust and self-care. Mm -hmm. So rest is very important there. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I just help people reach the goals that they want to reach. And it doesn't matter when you set that goal, right? When we work together, we can always choose to every day, wake up and choose that goal over and over again until we get there. Yeah, and I think that's what trips us up mostly. No, we have this idea when it has to be accomplished instead of just mm -hmm. that it has to be accomplished. Yeah. 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 So, you know you have a goal and you want it to be accomplished at a certain time and, and that's fine. Right. But what are you going to do when the time has come and you haven't reached the goal? Yeah. Are you going to stop or are you going to, because now you're a new person. You're yeah, not the same person. The when... in the road, eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So where can people find you if they're intrigued and maybe want to run a marathon and get coached by you? Yeah. <laughs> Um, online, you can find me on my website at uh, oakandreadlifecoaching.com. I've got a Facebook business page, Oak and Read Life Coaching, and my Instagram handle is also Oak and Read Life Coaching. Uh, if you're in Victoria, you'll probably see me on, on nature trails or on bike paths <laughs> or at my office uh, at the Quench office downtown Victoria. Okay. And you have um, any last words or some wisdom or did I not ask something that you really feel like has to get off your chest still before we wrap up? Uh, no, I don't. I think uh, taking a pause is, is the best thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then we leave with that message. Let's everybody take a pause. <laughs> Thanks so much, Eunice, for being You're very welcome. Thank you, Connie. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, my friends, that was my conversation with Eunice Martle about how slowing down to speeding up is the right approach to achieve a big goal. 
If you want to find out more about Eunice and her life coaching, you find all the links of the things we were talking about in the show notes and the show notes you find at conigraph.com forward slash podcast forward slash 51. That is conigraph, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com forward slash podcast forward slash 51. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode and listening all the way to the end. Again, if you found value in what Eunice and I were talking about, please share it with your family and friends, because if you found value in it, they will too. Have a beautiful and amazing week and subscribe so you never miss an episode. (laughs) See you next time. Take good care and be safe.